Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Thank you for listening to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. Your homies pod for all things Lakers. Hashtag perfectly for your ears. Brought to you by the Hoopheads Podcast Network. We wanted to take a brief moment here to ask our listeners to hop on over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a five-star review or rating. Your review or rating means so much to us, and it goes a long way to help us continue producing this podcast. We'd appreciate it very much. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast, part of the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. I'm Yo Legazzo. I'm joined by McKay Westbrook. And today we have a special guest on the show, D. Hey, D, uh, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. How are you guys? Good, good. It's a good day. Great. Yep. It yep. is. It really is. <laughs> uh, so, so today, um, when we ha- while we have D here on the the show with us, uh, we want to talk about the the Rockets game from last night. Um, you know, it's a it's a two series game in the regular season, um, and uh, then on the in the second second segment, uh, in relation to the the Rockets game, we I want to talk about the rise of of the bench duo of Alex Caruso and Tht, and later on on our third segment, get into a discussion about what's happening in the NBA as COVID cases are rising among the players and staff throughout the league. Um, we talk, I know we talked a little bit about that on the last pod, but a few things have changed uh, since then. But okay, now let, let's get into the, the Rockets game. Uh, Frank Vogel, during his post-game press conference, called last night's win over the Rockets as uh, quote-unquote identity win. The, the way the Lakers were... Uh, hustling on defense, getting out on the fast break, and sharing the ball. Uh, so, you know, what? with that said, what, um, you know, I want to get your, uh, both of your thoughts on 
on the game and how it went and you know was this the version of the lakers that uh you wanted to see um i i personally think that it definitely showed their potential um the lakers got out there and and uh got out to a fairly quick lead and played great defense and great offense throughout the game uh there were a couple of points where we started to slip a little bit, but I think for the most part, we we showed high energy throughout the game. And um, in our entire lineup, we had multiple bench players that that contributed heavily to to the win. Um, Kuz, Mon, uh, Montrez, and and Tht all all scored in double digits. There was seven steals between uh, Alex Caruso and, and Tht. Uh, THT had a, a career night in terms of scoring, and I I think we just did super well across the board. Um, I was really happy with with what I saw, and uh, think it's a good sign for the future. Um, yeah, I actually agree with all of that. Um, my biggest takeaway was the first, like the first half, um, especially in the first quarter, the momentum the Lakers came out with defensively set the tone for the entire game. Um, the way Frank Vogel set up that it was like an identity, a identity type of game for them. I feel like this was just a glimpse of what's going to come the rest of the season, because not only are our guys getting like more rhythm in, um, and more runtime together, they're actually being able to like, they're all coming back, um, healthy KCP came back. Um, and I know that we're, we're going, we're trying to like just mesh all the new players together but I feel yesterday the defensive tone set the entire game especially I know we all saw the first I think it was like the first half of the first quarter it was defensive stop after defensive stop with all the turnovers that they were capitalizing on um, on the Rockets and that's one of the biggest things I liked um, because it shut down all the nonsense people were talking um, oh the Lakers don't have it on um on the defensive end or they need shot blockers this and that granted that might be something that we do we do need um and i feel like everyone everyone agrees with that however they all stepped up when we needed to and it just transitioned into the offensive momentum that we needed and that was shown throughout the entire game and i love the contribution um from everyone um besides Anthony Davis and LeBron LeBron had a phenomenal game yesterday but so did everyone else frankly um I felt like everyone was just laser focused on what the mission was Mm -hmm. and it was to win and just run them off run them off the court and I feel like that's going to be the it's like a sneak peek into what's about to happen the rest of the season and I feel like the Lakers were 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 on a mission where I don't know if you guys heard about uh uh Christian Wood and how he circled the dates when you know when he's playing against uh, Anthony Davis and, and and this Lakers squad, but more more with Anthony Davis, I I felt like um like the whole squad was was laser focused on on responding to that and and you know uh, of course AD as well I mean you know how did AD respond you know he went seventy five percent from the field nine of twelve, um, granted he did he didn't make any three pointers but. On the on the other end of of the the court, he he had a, a defensive player of the year level performance. Um, I mean that dude uh, just showed out, you know, basically. And um, I loved like you know, you guys already touched on this. Just we started off a lot better 
with a lot more energy, um, uh, more defense, and there was a lot of uh, you know better transition play. You know, the overall, I, I loved the game. I, I loved how throughout the game there was uh, an overwhelming. Uh, there was just a lot of swarming of of help defense, and and that's what created sort of the disruption uh, uh, in the Rockets' offense, where they really couldn't uh, get through us, and they would often, uh, uh, you know, turn it over. And, and, and then after those turnovers, we would uh, go for the fast break play. What did you guys think about the fight between Keith and Boogie <laughs> last night? I think it was one of those emotional type of plays. Um, I don't think that there was any like actual bad blood between the two it was just one of those plays where you just get caught up in the moment emotions are running high your blood is boiling it's a quick game and I mean Boogie like it was evident that Boogie shoved Keith you know what I mean and yeah he's gonna get mad and go go say something to him and I think that was it was just like the what everyone needed to see I I don't know I think that was just what I needed to see um just like the emotions <laughs> were really high and then for some reason, I knew, I was like, okay, we have Christian Wood over here talking smack. Now Boogie, I was like, now Keith got ejected. I was like, watch Boogie get ejected. And then boom, he got ejected. I was like, it's all good. It's all good in Lakeland now. Yeah, I, I like that. Keith ain't no punk, you know? He went and he uh-huh. handled his business. He, um, it, you know, things get hot on the court a little bit uh, sometimes. I, I don't think it was really a huge deal. Um, but I, I think it just goes to show how, uh, you know, that competitiveness that's already um, overtaking this Lakers squad. I think all of them are buying in early, and, and that's a great thing. I think that's going to be extremely important for us uh, going forward. You know, even though we're, we're early on in the season, um, we've already taken the, the number one record in the entire league. And I, I think it's partly due uh, to these efforts that they're putting forward. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, right now, the Lakers are third in defensive rating. They're fourth in offensive rating. And we're actually the only team in, in the top five in each of those categories. Um, so we're looking good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very uh, – excited uh to see where this heads up I, I mean i'm hoping for you know banner number 18 um soon here but uh we'll, we'll see what happens because uh we're going to talk about this in the third segment but uh covid's hitting the nba and uh, we'll see where that where that heads us or, or takes us um but let's uh take a quick break here and when we come back um i want to talk about this phenomenon that we're seeing uh, you know, the rise of the best backcourt bench duo in the NBA. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Talon Horton, Talon Horton Tucker and, and Alex Caruso. Um, so guys, stay tuned and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. 
Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcast, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. Uh, I'm here with McKay and Dee. And on this segment of the show, I want to talk about this phenomenon, like I've mentioned uh, in the first segment that we're seeing, um, with the rise of um, the, uh, this backcourt bench duo uh, for the Lakers um, of THT and Alex Caruso. Obviously, I said uh, you know, that they were the best bench duo and maybe they are i'm partially joking on that maybe like 20 percent. but tht and caruso have been have been pretty amazing together especially yesterday and especially on the defensive end i feel like the pairing of tht and caruso in the backcourt is too much for offenses sometimes look they've only played a total of 43 minutes together and part of the reason because of caruso was out for health and safety protocols but in those 43 minutes they have an offensive rating of 108.4, a defensive rating of 97.5, which is really good, uh, making it an overall net rating of, of 10.5. Uh, they also have the second best net rating as a bench duo for the Lakers, only behind uh, Caruso and Trez. Uh, but they do have the best defensive rating together as a bench duo. So I want to I want to see what you guys think about... Uh, you know what what we saw from from THT and Caruso last night i know that there was this one play where eric gordon was at the top of the key and THT was guarding him right uh then you see THT poke the ball out of his hands and Caruso diving for the ball and then quickly tossing it up to THT and you know it was a fast break slam so i want to get your thoughts on 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 these two yeah so i i think um first of all when it comes to alex caruso he you know, we've mentioned many times before that he just provides um, a different kind of energy whenever he's playing in the game. And, you know, some people, I, I think the reason why a lot of um, other people who aren't Lakers fans think Alex Caruso is is overhyped is because they they don't really watch the games. They go and take a look at the stat lines and at first glance, it, it might not be super impressive, um, but um, Caruso's 
overall uh, net rating being, you know, the best uh, guard duo rating on the Lakers is um, is just kind of a testament to his intangibles that he has. It was the same story last year. Him and LeBron had like the highest net rating when when they were both on the floor. Um, he just provides so much energy and is such a huge boost for the team. And I'm I'm really glad that the coaching staff recognizes that and continues to put him in. And uh, that's only added upon by by THT. I feel like he's kind of a um, similar player in the sense that he provides so much energy. Um, it, it continues to amaze me um, the kind of points that that kid can put up in the number of minutes that he plays. Uh, he's kind of a freak of nature. Like, I don't know. There, you know, there, there are a few freak of natures in, in the NBA that we can think of, you know, LeBron, Giannis, uh, Steph Curry. I, I think THT is going to be one of those freak of natures. He's got a big old body and these long old arms and, uh, he's just so, he's so athletic and so quick and he's, he's great at poking out the ball. He did it so many times yesterday and, uh, I, he's, he's fun to watch. I think that's, that might be the best thing about him. you know, people love the Lakers because, uh, they love showtime. They love, uh, the entertainment. And I think THT definitely brings that. I agree with all, um, all of that. Um, my my biggest takeaway is when, when it comes to Alex Caruso and THT on the floor, um, they have a lot to offer, especially on the defensive end. So, for example, yesterday the Lakers had, um, I believe it was 13 deals collectively as a team. Out of the 13... I think uh, a little over half of them belong to Alex Caruso and THT combined. So that just speaks that they're on the defensive end. They're all over the place. You know what I mean? And I feel like that that goes back to to setting the tempo, especially um, coming off the bench. So um, that obviously is going to translate into their offensive end. And the one thing um, that I do like what McKay said is that people that aren't Laker fans tend to talk bad about Alex Caruso and it's because of the fact that they actually they look at the stats they're like okay for example they were to look at yesterday's game he was one for five okay fine but not everything is going to be reflected on the stat sheet you know what I mean he's one of those players that brings an intensity every single time he's on the court you feel his presence and I feel like he's getting better game by game um and when it comes to THT he's I just hope Jeannie and Jeannie and Rob keep him forever, in my opinion, because he's amazing. He's and he for him being so young, he's adapted so quickly and he's been good for a very, very long time. And now everyone that that hasn't followed him through high school and college is starting to see that. And I feel like both of them combined are going to be a really big threat to the league. And people need to recognize that and they do have to respect it because if you have one and you have uh, you have one of the pair and you have both of them coming off the bench. You don't want them to double team you because you're going to get the ball stolen every, every single time. Okay, maybe maybe not every single time, maybe like nine out of ten times. 
but I feel like they are going to be our biggest um, energy boost along with Trez coming off the bench. You said something very important. The Lakers can't let this guy go. And I've already seen some some rumors out there, some trade room or not trade rumors, um, just rumors about other teams that uh, um, he's a free agent this summer. So they want to get him. They want to grab him. I think it was like the Mavs, Cleveland and some other team. Yeah, it was the Mavs, Cleveland, and I think it was Denver. Was maybe? it Denver? Okay. Yeah, I mean, no way, dude. Yeah, uh, league best beyond that about the uh, tampering policy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and 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 Rob Palinka better better be get on that. I mean, he better lock this guy up for for a few years. Um, I hope that uh, I, I don't know how it's gonna work out. I don't I don't I don't know the salary uh, sheet for for next year for for the offseason next year but i hope we have enough um and i hope that he's willing to stay or 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 take a discount if necessary but i completely agree with with all your comments i I just think that tht and caruso together have a a relatively high basketball iq i mean you can see it the way tht breaks down defenses and uses his athleticism and length to get to, to the rim it's just amazing to watch like you you guys have mentioned um you know not only that i mean he knows that defenses will send help uh, a help defender uh, to him when he goes to the rim so you know what does he do he kicks it out you know that's smart um for a 20 year old for a young man to to have that sort of uh that's those smarts to to do that um that's that's pretty amazing and we saw that a couple of times uh, play out and where caruso was that open man and um I, I i mean then and then you take a look at the defensive end as well i mean he's using his length and his athleticism as well to cover a lot of ground uh, and making sure that the the offense uh, the opponent is is disrupted i just um and then you talk about you know fan, our fan favorite the bald eagle alex caruso who's just out there um breaking down the offense off and off on ball um and always putting his hands in passing lanes and not giving the offense any break. Um, he, you know, you guys have mentioned that like, I think THT had four steals, Caruso had three. They just bring so much, so many intangibles to 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 this team and to the squad. The defense, the effort, the grind, just pure hustle. And uh, I love that about them. And um, it's just amazing, amazing to see. It's also amazing to see how. Um, I tweeted this out yesterday, but THT lives rent free in Harden's head, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just, just so many moments last night where you know it just confirmed to me that, uh, all right, all right, may, may, maybe maybe there's a little bit of 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 uh, some some real estate property there in Harden's head, titled to to THT there. I, I think part of um, what I loved last night, you know, jumping off of that is Houston has two superstars on their team in James Harden and John Wall. And last night, it didn't seem like it. That's true. I mean, I didn't even think about that, really. I mean, we just overwhelmed them uh, from from start to finish. Yeah, I think Caruso did a really, really good job um, sticking with James Harden, actually, the whole game. No, I I noticed that as well. I mean, there's there's a picture of of James Harden just completely irritated that Alex Caruso was guarding him. <laughs> That's what they get, though. 
That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, guys, um, let's let's take our last break here. And then when we come back, um, I want to talk about uh, uh, something a little bit heavier than, than what we've been talking about. We're talking about uh, uh, COVID-19 and, and the NBA and what that's doing to the league. Uh, so stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with Dee and McKay. And on this last segment, we're going to talk about COVID in the NBA uh, today. Um, per multiple sources, the NBA uh, is considering a 7 to 14 day pause uh, amidst the growing rate of positive cases within the league. Um, the NBA brass and GMs will meet virtually today or tomorrow to reconsider safety protocols. Um, there, among the topics that uh, are going to be discussed is uh, re-examining shoot-arounds and practice lengths, uh, pre- and post-game socializing on court, um, further restrictions on restaurant dining, and tighter rules on wearing masks. Um, the, I, I know the league wants to avoid a pause, but I think that's also on the table per, per reports. Um, NBA spokesman Mike Bass also said that uh, he said this quote: "We anticipate that there would be a game would be game postponements this season, and planned the schedule accordingly. There are no plans to pause this season, and we will continue to be guided by our medical experts and health and safety protocols." End quote. Uh, I know we talked about this the other day, McKay, and um, not sure if you were able to listen to that, D, but I think this is going to be an ongoing conversation. And um, I want to get uh, both of your thoughts on on this topic and um, just want to get your thoughts and see uh, where this conversation heads. Um, 100%. I feel like this is going to be ongoing unless they go through the last resort and make a bubble again. Um, because every team obviously has their own regulations based on the state so i feel like that also has a big thing to do with it um and granted not that many of us like the schedule as far as playing the same team back to back to back to back Mm -hmm. um because it gets boring you know what i mean but at the same time in the safety aspect of it it makes sense 
However, you can't control them. Like you can't control the players and the staff so, so far because they're scattered all over the United States. You know what I mean? And then you do have friends and family that are visiting and back and forth and going to watch the games. And then how we saw yesterday, some arenas do have fans. And I feel like they have to all, like the NBA um, has to come across with a uniform code, basically, and either tell people, hey, like, if you're not going to follow the protocols, then so if they're going to, like, continue to getting positive or postponing the games, like, maybe the players have to get repercussions if it's if it's something that's ongoing and they're, like, breaking out of protocols and stuff like that. But I feel like the only way it's going to lower the case number um, to avoid multiple pauses within the season is if they do a bubble-like um, simulation again. Uh yeah, so I think that to a degree, um, things are just going to be what they're they're going to be. Um, they're fighting an invisible enemy here, and it's impossible to avoid it at all times. Um, I I think for the most part they're probably doing what they can, but they're they're traveling all over the place. They're coming in contact with tons of different people every day. Um, it's, it's going to be difficult to keep under control. And, uh, the league has put into place these, um, the schedule that they have to try and, um, maintain as little or rather to, to allow for, for some postponing and, um, to try and, keep the traveling to a minimum. Um, and, and I think we're just going to have to kind of stick to that for, for now. Um, everything's closed down in, in LA right now. So I don't think the players are going to have any problems going to restaurants right now. Uh, at least when they're, they're at home, maybe when they go abroad. Some. Uh, but, you know, can we can just hope for the best and, and hope, here in a few months, things start to get taken care of. Um, the the 76ers were hit really hard for a couple of games um, because of COVID cases. And, you know, they could very well have been the, the top team in the league right now if, if it weren't for those COVID cases. So this definitely can have a really big impact on teams. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just got to hope for the best, hope that, that LA doesn't, get hit too hard mm-hmm. and that we can continue to to play as much as possible yeah i, I keep thinking back to uh wesley matthews statement uh earlier this this season um it may it may even be it was probably during preseason too but uh um you know he said something to the extent that you know the the healthiest uh team will be the one to to win the championship this year um and i think that is it's true and uh, to add to that i think it's also true that it's the team that uh and the the team with players that are complying and, and abiding with the, these health and safety protocols that are really going to make it out to, uh uh in the end i mean imagine all the disruption the 76ers are, are having right now um, you know, the the chemistry, the on-court chemistry is wearing off now. I mean, uh, 
you know, players aren't able to to practice with each other, with each other play with each other, and, and have those reps necessary to to build that sort of on court chemistry. And I can't even imagine, you know, if if there's an if there was a player that was healthy that was able to 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 uh, play, but a can a game was canceled. I mean, maybe there's, you know, I I would anticipate maybe uh, some blaming, you know, and so that might cause some some off court chemistry issues as well. But um, you know, I I don't really know what's going to happen, but I think the NBA is going to do everything in their power to keep this season alive, um, even if it has to postpone games or cancel games altogether, um, or like you said, D, put it in the bubble format again. Um, uh, there's just so many questions I have also with that and like the length of the season, is it going to get cut short um, and, and so forth. Um, but I think there's, we, I think the NBA can be creative here and, and, and find a solution that would fit for everybody. I think uh, there was a tweet out by Jamal uh, Crawford um earlier today he's a free agent um right now and you know he says you know expand the rosters uh sign players players that are in in a pool g league vets whatever so that there's available bodies and games can continue um so i think i think uh, you know the nba uh can get creative here and and, and find a uh, reasonable solution so that uh you know the the NBA in this season can uh, can continue on. Yeah, I I kind of like that solution. Um, it would allow a lot of these these veterans and other players who haven't been picked up in free agency to kind of come back. Um, I I mean I foresee there definitely being some issues with that in terms of cap space, in terms of you know really being able to integrate that many people into your roster. But it's it's definitely an option and and something that could be done hopefully. You know, it, it doesn't have to resort to that. You know, there's hopefully we can keep the, the COVID cases down. Yeah, I agree. I just whatever whatever ends up happening, um, I just feel that Adam Silver is he's just gonna he's gonna figure it out. He did it last year. So I, I feel like if if people just listen to him and he figured like he, he they draw out a plan, we should we should be good. Right. No, I completely agree. Um, I hate to, to kind of uh, awkwardly segue to the next topic here, but I want to just get your th- thoughts on these next two games uh, against the Rockets again and, and the Thunder. You know, how, how do you think we'll fare? Um, I, I, if we can keep up the energy that we've had, I think um, we'll be fine. Uh, OKC has definitely played better than I thought that they were going to, uh, to play this season. Um, they've surprised me a little bit, but... Uh, we shown that we can come out and beat Houston, and I think they're the better team. And I I expect us to take the next two games. Yeah, I agree. As long as we don't flip the switch in the fourth quarter um, to win the games, I feel like they won't be easy, but they're they're very doable. And I feel like we should take both games. Um. All right. I think that does it for today. The um. Uh, thanks for joining the show. We appreciate you hopping on today. Yeah, thank you guys for inviting me. Like I said, like I really, really do like the like I love the show. It's probably if I if I look on Spotify, I think you guys are my number two. 
Nice. <laughs> yeah, you guys are number two. And number one is Crime Junkies. So right. sports wise, you guys are my number one. <laughs> right behind Crime Junkies. That's <laughs> awesome. yeah, great insight. Thanks for, for jumping on. Yeah. Of course, of course. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Hey, right, you, you, too. you too. Guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Uh, subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. And follow us wherever you else you listen to your podcast. We'd appreciate the follows and the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. We're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Games in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the Jello is jiggling. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.